Welcome to the Don't Call Me Skinny podcast. I'm your host, Coach Sarah J with CP Fitness. I'm an online nutrition coach and trainer who tells it like it is. I work with women all over the world through my online programs. Each Wednesday, I drop an episode dissecting diet culture norms to give you the facts and reality of nutrition and fitness and how they fit into your world. The current diet culture needs to be revamped, and I'm here to set it straight. My passion is teaching you how to take control over your nutrition, fitness, and overall mindset with my no BS approach. Please remember that this podcast is for educational purposes only and should never be used as medical advice. If you like what you hear today, I'd love for you to leave a review, a rating, share it with a friend, and as always, please keep coming back for more. Thank you so much for joining me today. Let's do it. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back, you guys. Thank you so much for joining me. I am so excited to have you here. This is episode number 60. This is very exciting for me. And not in too many weeks, I will have hit my one year mark of the podcast. So even if you haven't been around the whole time, uh, maybe some of you have. I really, really, really appreciate it. And to be honest, I'm trying to hit a goal for my one year mark. So if you like what you hear, please, please, please be sure to share it with your friends and family who may um, actually receive some benefits of this. That would be stellar, stellar. All right. So a couple things, you guys. I just did my master class already on the hierarchy of weight loss. You can still get into that master class because it lives in the space forever. So all you have to do is click the link in the show notes and get in. It was incredible, amazing, and epic. Lots of good information in there. So what basically what it's about is just making sure that you're focusing on the right things. Like what is the most important when it comes to weight loss and when is that thing important? So you're gonna wanna make sure you are in there. All right, you guys. So this week I decided because partially with my Healthy Holiday Roadmap uh, group coach program, we're talking a little bit about meal prepping and getting our anchors together. And meal prepping can be one of those anchors that helps you move through this holiday season to make sure that you stay on track. And so I'm going to give you some meal prep ideas, some options, some tips and tricks to help during this process. My honest honest opinion here, guys, people make this shit way more complicated than what it needs to be, but that's just what we're used to. Same with weight loss in general. It's very, people have made it very complicated when it's very not complicated. So hopefully these ideas will help set the tone for you for uh, moving through the holiday season and beyond. And then if you guys have any questions, obviously you always know, reach out, let me know. So the first thing that I'm gonna say about meal prep, I'm gonna give you about eight tips. These two things are not tips. These are just some general information that I want you to know. The first thing I want you to know is that you need to have a plan going into meal prepping. If you try to meal prep and you have no plan, you will end up with no meal prep. This journey in general takes thought, effort, and energy. That includes meal prepping and that includes planning for meal prepping. And if you don't plan, you will have no meal prep. I'm telling you now, this is how it goes. 
because without that plan, you just go, oh, fuck it, never mind. Oh, I ran out of time. I did this thing over, but whatever the case is, something's always going to happen. It'll always come up. And if your plan is not in place, it will not happen. Okay. The other thing is you need to keep it as simple as possible. And I'll talk about that a little bit within these eight tips, but simplicity when it comes to meal planning is key. If you are trying to make some French gourmet food meal prepping, you're going to get frustrated. You're going to get annoyed. You're not going to know how to track it. Then it's you're just going to get irritated as fuck. You need, especially in the beginning, the more you meal prep, just like everything else in this journey, the more you do it, the more you meal prep, the easier it gets. And then the more complex you can start making it. But in the beginning, you have to keep it simple. Have to keep it simple. So let's start with our first first tip. Here we go. You must begin with a protein and then you can build your meal around that one protein that you've chosen. So you can add a starchy carb or then you can add a fruit and vegetable. So what does that mean? So when I go to make a meal plan, maybe I'm meal planning one meal or 10 meals. I'm like, okay, what kind of meat am I going to use? Or what kind of protein am I going to use? Chicken. Cool. Got it. Now, what do I want to eat with that chicken? How do I want to prepare that chicken? And what is going to go well with that chicken? This thing. Cool. Now, do I want fruit with this meal or do I want a vegetable? A vegetable. Cool. Boom. Don't think that you cannot like eat fruit at dinner or eat vegetables at breakfast. Like this whole like has a time. There's like a specific breakfast, lunch, or dinner. You don't have to be like that. We do breakfast for dinner all the time in my house. I know some people don't like that, but you can do it. It is possible. So just know that it doesn't have to be your traditional. I actually have um, somebody in my group coach program who ate like chicken gyros or something like that for breakfast one morning because it was leftover from dinner. It doesn't have to be your traditional thing. So you can think outside the box a little bit when you start planning what your protein is going to look like. Then you build out that starchy carb. So it could be potatoes, uh, sweet potatoes, rice, pasta, chickpea pasta, doesn't really matter. Whatever you want that starchy carb to be, a vegetable or a fruit. Here's another tip, second tip here. You can use frozen veggies. Everybody's like, I have to use fresh vegetables. You don't have to use fresh fresh vegetables. You can just use frozen veggies. You can also use canned vegetables. You just have to be a little bit more conscious of the sodium content. And awareness is key. So if you've eaten more canned foods, obviously your body may hold some sodium and some water and the scale's typically going to go up. Like that's going to be a normal thing. So don't panic like, oh yeah, I had a canned vegetable yesterday. But frozen vegetables have the same content um, as fresh vegetables, as well as the fact that they hold longer, obviously. So don't be the person that goes out and buys like a gazillion fucking vegetables and then they all go bad in your drawer. Obviously, things like lettuce and stuff, you can't freeze per se. That doesn't work. So only buy what you need for those types of things. But You can buy any other kind of vegetable pretty much frozen, you know, whether it's broccoli, cauliflower, corn, peas, asparagus, Brussels sprouts, all of these things can be frozen. So if you do like to prefer your fresh vegetables, green beans, sorry, I forgot that one. You could always buy them fresh and then clean them and cut them how you want them to be and then freeze them on your own as well. Um, I just prefer if I'm going to freeze it, I'm just going to buy it frozen because it's already sealed the way I want it to be sealed. 
tip number three here, you guys. Yes, I'm reading off of a list that I created. I always create my own lists, by the way, when I do this shit. Tip number three, uh, get your family involved. Those of you that say, I don't have time to meal prep, I, my kids, blah, 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 get your family involved. Yes, your two-year-olds can help meal prep. Count the containers with them. Have them count how many pieces of chicken there are. Have them tell you the colors of all the vegetables. There's still ways to even include your small, young children in this process. Have them make the plan with you. Oh, what do you enjoy eating? So that's something that we're doing um, in my house right now is that I have a little magnetic menu that goes on the board and each week each of the kids gets to kind of help me plan what we're going to eat at least for the five if not seven days so don't sit here and say well my kids can't my kids can't yes your kids can if my kids can and have your kids also can do not do not do not use your children as an excuse for being lazy do not yes there are times when children we have all, you know, if you have kids and yes, there are times when because of so-and-so's XYZ thing, then you can't get to something, but do not consistently use your children as an excuse to be lazy and not do something that's going to benefit you. Not only that, it's also going to start teaching your children portion sizes and control. This is teaching children what healthy habits look like. This is important. Your children need to know this. You need to be the person that breaks the generational fucking shit of overconsumption of food, lack of vegetables in food, bad relationships with food, you need to be that person for your children. Please be that person for your children. Please, I'm asking, I'm begging, I'm telling. This is important for our children's future. Obviously, I'm passionate about that. Number four, this is a really important one and also very difficult one. You need to get the fuck out of your own way. Okay, Sarah, how does that help me meal prep? Let me tell you. I love to tell you. I hear all the time, I don't have time to meal prep. I don't, I don't know who has time for that. Who has time to meal prep? I also say I don't have time to put away laundry, which I do have time to put away laundry, but I say I don't have time. So there's also that. I don't like to eat the same thing every single day over and over. So these are two common things that I hear all of the time. I don't like to eat the same thing. I like variety. I don't like chicken and broccoli. I don't, blah, I don't have time to do this thing because I'm busy running, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to say this like it is. Do you like feeling like shit? Is this what we enjoy? You don't have time for these things, but you do have time to feel like shit all the time. That's good. We're good with that. It's wonderful. I mean, I'm just throwing that out there. I'm gonna be super transparent here, you guys. My life isn't perfect. I don't always do perfect things when it comes to my food or my training, okay? But I run my own business. I have three children. I have children who are involved in extracurricular activities. My husband works overseas. I wake up every day at 4.40 in the morning. If I have fucking time to do shit, you have fucking time to do shit. Maybe harsh, but it's the truth. Stop using all this other shit as excuses as to why. This lady on Facebook was savage and I just, I wanted to go give her a high fucking five because this other woman that I know that posted on face on her Facebook page, like, if you don't have time for this, it's because you choose not to have time. And this lady came on her page and was like, come to my house and then tell me that. And she's like, excuse me, ma'am, you just posted on Facebook. You literally have time to go meal prep. I was like, yes. 
So if don't tell me you don't have time when you're posting on Facebook, when you're perusing through TikTok, when you're binge watching, whatever the fuck, Love at First Sight or Gilmore Girls or whatever you watch. I love Gilmore Girls, by the way, and Love at First Sight. But don't tell me you don't have time. It's a lie. It's an excuse. You choose not to make the time. You blame it on other things or other people. I don't like to eat the same thing all over and over again. Guess what? In the beginning, that might be what you have to do. You might have to eat the same shit over and over. Fun and exciting? No. Is this process though fun and exciting? No. It's not exciting. I did a post like a long time ago that I wished this process was as awesome as sexy black underwear, but instead it's granny panties. Y'all, that's the truth. All these are fad diets. That's the sexy black underwear. It's also the shit that doesn't work. Okay? You get with the granny panties. That's where you got to go. I know it's not fun. I know it's not exciting. It's not very attractive looking, but that is the thing that's going to get you what you want. So yeah, you may have to spend a few weeks eating the same shit over and over again. Get over it. Get out of your own way. That's, I mean, that's, that's kind of the bottom line in that one. I don't have much else to say about that one. Number five, if you don't like eating the same shit over and over again, you can use different things to change the flavor of your food. So you have to be careful here though, because you have dry seasonings and then you have marinade. Dry seasonings don't change the macro profile or the calorie content typically of your food. However, marinades absolutely will because typically marinades are oil-based, they have sodium, there's a lot of other things, right? Now, sodium doesn't change the macro profile, but it absolutely will affect the, the water weight in your body, water retention. So these are things that you have to be careful of, okay? So I always say rule of thumb is if you use a marinade, I track anywhere from a half to a tablespoon of the marinade in my macros, okay? Or just use dry seasoning. So you can take chicken, you can make chicken and make it taste 65 different ways. The amount of seasonings they have, the rubs and the this and the that, there's so much out there. So much out there, there's no excuse. So when you say, I don't wanna use, I don't wanna eat the same thing over and over again. You don't have to really eat the same thing over and over again. And the other cool thing is that the dry seasoning, you can actually use to season and flavor vegetables when you have them. So that's another really neat thing. So maybe you don't really like the flavor of broccoli, try putting some dry seasoning in there, see what happens. But one of my go-to things that I use like seasonings for is stir fry. So you can change how stir fry tastes like a gazillion different ways by using different vegetables, different seasonings, different flavorings, such an easy thing to do and you can make it so many fucking different ways. So that's just one idea. But use seasonings to change the flavor of your food so you don't have to feel like you're eating the same shit over and over again. All right, number six, you need to eat what you enjoy. Now, the caveat to this is you still have to make sacrifices. Yes, I enjoy pints of Ben and Jerry's ice cream. However, I just can't eat pints of Ben and Jerry's ice cream, right? Cool. But when it comes to like, well, I really like potatoes, but I just can't eat them. I I just, it's way too many carbs. No, just portion it out. That's all you have to do. But if we go to this place where we start eating things like what what I call like, 
bodybuilder diet or like a bro gym type of diet where it's like every day you eat bland chicken and bland broccoli and bland white rice and it's like trash, you don't like it at all, you're going to get sick of that. That's 100% fact. You're going to get sick of them and you're going to stop and then you're going to be like, oh, see another failed diet. I knew it was going to happen this time. Eh, I never, never successful. You didn't set yourself up for success because you don't, you're not eating what you enjoy eating. Sorry. Yeah, you have to still eat what you enjoy. Like in my house, my kids love chicken cordon bleu. So we make it a variety of different ways. Sometimes I just buy it frozen out of the box and we eat it that way. Sometimes I put big hunks of chicken with ham and uh, Swiss cheese on it and bake it like that. Sometimes I make it like a casserole and use shredded chicken with Swiss cheese and ham and make it like that. And then you can pair it with potatoes. You can pair it with rice. You can pair it with sweet potatoes. You can pair it with pasta. Like eat what you enjoy eating. You have to. Otherwise, you're going to stop. So always, always, always when you're meal planning and making your plan, what are things that I enjoy? Pizza. Cool. How can I make a pizza at home incorporating my kids and still make it somewhat healthy so that it serves my body? And I'm not going to feel bad about this when I'm done eating it. Because you're going to eat that chicken and broccoli for the last time. And then you know for a fact you're going for that fucking pint of Ben and Jerry's ice cream. You know it. I know it. I've done it. You've done it. We've all done it. It's cool. It's okay. But we don't, we don't have to keep doing that. We don't have to. You get to choose something different. So start choosing what you enjoy eating so that you don't make that other choice. Number seven, be Flexible. Give yourself a little bit of grace. Maybe the first time you meal plan, it goes shit. It's like, oh my God, I fucked this up totally. Half the food went bad. Half of this thing that went there. I didn't get to all the things. I was way over all my calories. I did this thing. I didn't even eat half of it because I forgot them, blah, right? Maybe something didn't work. Okay. Adjust. What didn't work? Is there a way for me to make this work better? Right? As my mentor always says, approach it from a place of curiosity. Your meal planning not working doesn't mean you fail. It means, cool, I just had a learning moment. How do I adjust from here to make this work better for me? I, I need to figure that out. Okay? Maybe you made too many meals. Maybe you didn't make enough meals. Maybe your portions weren't right. Maybe... Who knows what it is? Cool. So the next time you do this, the last time I didn't make enough or I made too much. Okay. So I know I don't need quite as much X and I need a little bit more protein. So I noticed that it was a little low on my protein, but I got way too many carbs in. Okay. So now I need to balance that. So I, now I need my portions of my protein have to be a little bigger and my carbs have to be a little less. And maybe I'll even give myself a little bit more vegetable since I'm removing some of those carbs because vegetables, even though they're carbs, they're, you can get a lot of volume out of them without a lot of calories. There are so many ways Maybe you didn't, who know? I don't even know. There's just so many ways that it, it cannot work. Like, oh, I really didn't. This didn't reheat very well. Okay, so now I know not to do that again. I don't like the way that tasted reheated. I, one thing I think that is something that doesn't reheat well, and I could be wrong, I don't even eat it, but it's fish, maybe salmon. 
Like, I don't think you can prep like a whole week of salmon <laughs> and it'll stay good. So maybe, you know, salmon, you only have two days of the week and you eat it like Monday, Wednesday. So that by the end of the week, you're like, okay, now I have to dig into my chicken dish because, you know, I ate my salmon at the beginning of the week. Things like that. Adjust it if it doesn't work. It doesn't mean that you fail. It just means, shit, that didn't work. Okay, what do I, what do, I do now? How do I fix this? And the last thing is, of course, you have to be consistent because we all know consistency over perfection is it. That is the winner. That is the goal. That is the game. That is the checkmate. So when something doesn't work and you're flexible and you have to shift and adjust, that doesn't mean you stop. You just go back at it next week. Consistently show up. Consistently try. Consistently do it. Every time you do it, you're going to learn something. You're going to get better at it. It's going to be easier. It's going to make more sense. You have to be more consistent with it. You do it a week. Oh my God, that was the worst experience in my life. I'm not doing it again. Cool. I mean, here's a great, I don't even know why this came to my brain. I really don't know why this came to my brain. But could you imagine, and I don't know anybody that's had like a great first experience with their sex life. But could you imagine having sex one time and saying that was terrible and awful and trash? I'm never having sex again because it was awful. I don't know why this is the theory that came to my brain, probably because I'm deprived right now. But seriously, is that not something that you have to practice at to get a little better at it for it to make more sense? And y'all, I'm not even joking right now. I'm turning red as fuck in the face. And this is not... This is not a joke because this stuff makes me uncomfortable to talk about typically. Like I'm pretty much an open book, but when it comes to all this kind of stuff, I get all like embarrassed. So I'm sure my husband is going to love this. He's going to love this episode. But seriously, I mean, and we can take it back to as simple as like tying your shoes and riding a bike. And like, could you imagine if every time something didn't work the first time you just said, never mind, like I quit. Like that's not real. Come on. So this is no different. Why is it that we're so easily, like we, we give this up so easily. We quit so easily when it comes to our weight loss journey. We don't, don't dive in, like we dive in in other things. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. So now I'm gonna give you some ideas about some things that you might be able to meal prep, things that I meal prep, things that are easy to meal prep, things that are easy to store. One thing I will mention is for storage, typically glass containers are the best thing to store in, depending on what you're meal prepping. If you're meal prepping things like for weeks and weeks, I typically put them in like plastic frozen bags, like Ziploc bags. But if you're meal prepping for like your five days of lunches for when you're working, that could be as simple as just a glass container. Pyrex sells them. Amazon everywhere has them. They just tend to seal a little bit better and keep things a little bit fresh. So that would be my recommendation for containers. So here's some ideas that I typically meal prep or that I have meal prepped and helped me in the past. Egg white bites, you can see them. They're like kind of like the what they call it Starbucks, like the souffle bites. You can change the protein. You can change the vegetables that you put in. You can make them ham and cheese. You can make them ham and spinach. You can make them feta and spinach. You can make them, you can put carrots in them. You can put onions in them. You can put peppers in them. You can put sausage in there. It doesn't fucking matter. Pick something and see, here we go. Yes, it's an egg white bite, but did you just hear the 65 different ways that I just said you can change that egg white bite? So you don't have to make 100 egg white bites of the same shit. You can make six egg white bites one way, six egg white bites another. You can use cheddar cheese, mozzarella cheese, any kind of cheese. 
there are so many options. So this whole like, and he doing the same thing over and over. I just gave you 65 options for egg white bites. Use it. Oatmeal, same thing. Overnight oats, you can have it warm, you can have it cold, you can add protein powder, you can add different kinds of flavors of whatever you want inside, different berries, different whatevers, put a little whipped cream on top, doesn't matter, fucking prep it. Now, I will be honest, I don't eat oatmeal. I cannot, can I get around the texture of oatmeal? I wish I could, because it's very good for you, but it's a great way, to, it's something great to have meal prepped, and it stays well, especially like overnight oats that you put in like the milk and yada yada. And it's fun. Put them in little glass jars and make little parfaits out of them and stuff. Like make it exciting. Make it fun for you. Protein pancakes or waffles. You can either add protein to regular uh, pancake and waffle mix. You can use Kodiak cakes, crusties. There's all sorts of options. Turkey sausage, any kind. So you can pair those with the egg white bites. You can pair it with the oatmeal. You can pair it with the pancakes and the waffles. You can pair it with whatever you want. I use chickpea pasta for a lot of shit, but then you can add in meatballs. You could add in chicken. You could add in tuna. You could put a sauce on it. It could be a cheese sauce, a sun-dried tomato sauce, a vodka sauce, an Alfredo sauce. Do you see how many options there are? Do you, do you see how you do this? You just take a one thing, take a one thing, and then you do the thing. You take one thing and you put a variety, you put a spin on it. So you could meal prep pasta for the whole fucking week. You could change your protein. You could put chicken in it, meatballs, tuna. So there's a lot of options, but then you can change the sauce. So maybe on Monday you have a, a, like a red sauce. Then you do a white sauce and you do a sun-dried tomato sauce. Maybe you get fancy and put a little red and white sauce together. Like, a, is it Pomodoro sauce? Where it's like the combo. I don't know. I'm, I forget the name of it. But so you have that option. Guys, salad salad, change the protein, change the vegetables, change the lettuce, add spinach, take away spinach, use romaine, use, I mean, iceberg doesn't have like a lot, but you could combine the iceberg with something else, a little bit more volume, that kind of a thing. Add hard boiled eggs into your salad. You could also use hard boiled eggs for breakfast. A great swap also that I use is Greek yogurt for sour cream. So I will take um, those individual packs of 0% Greek, 0% fat Greek yogurt, and I will add French onion dip and I will dip vegetables in there. I will use it for even like dipping like chips and stuff or pretzels and pita and whatever else you could use. I use it when I cook. I use it Thing that I use sour cream for, I can use Greek yogurt for. However, I have noticed that like if you're going to bake something that ha- like say you use it for like a binding agent in something that you bake, I do use 2% versus 0% because otherwise there's it's just too watery because there's no binding agent in 0% because there's no fat. So I use 2% Greek yogurt when I bake. I mean, there's just so many options. There, there's such a variety and meal prepping can take you an hour. It can take you four hours, you know? And again, the goal is to just get better at it. The goal is to start really learning what portions look like. The goal is to have a plan so that way you're making progress towards your goals. I'll be super honest. I've had sick kids the last almost, well, now week at this point. I'm kind of getting sick myself. I meal prepped on Sunday. You want to know what that means? That means I don't have to spend time and effort and energy into thinking about what am I going to cook today for dinner? I don't have to do that. Why? It's already done. Literally, I just put it in the crock pot or I put it in the oven and away it goes. And I don't have to think about it anymore. And I don't want to think about it anymore because I'm effing tired. I've had a sick, I've had one kid home from school for three days. The other kid was sick over the weekend and now I'm getting sick. And this is the other cool thing. 
because I'm sick and because I'm here by myself 97% of the time, my kids can do this. Now, no, I'm not telling you to have your two-year-old put some shit in the oven, but my kids are older. They're 14 years old. If you have kids that are like 10, 11, 12, 13, they can put something in the oven. They can help you. Have them help you. Take the rest that you need, like I am right now, getting better, and they can help, okay? So these are just eight tips that I kind of thought of as I was going through my processes of how I started, of what was important to me, and what I found to be helpful and helped me have the most success. So again, though, remember that the two things that I talked about that are not tips, but are really important is to make a plan and keep it simple. And always, 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 it's never a failure if it doesn't go the way you wanted or needed it to. It just gives you an opportunity, opportunity to learn something new and figure it out and try again, okay? So other than that, the only thing that I have left to say is Black Friday sales are coming up. Uh, If you get on my email list, you will be getting a little something something. You can click the link in the show notes and that link will get you on to my email list. So there may be a little something something extra. If you go and do that, highly recommend well, I don't, there won't be something extra. There is going to be something extra for my email subscribers. So you're going to want to actually go ahead and get on that list. Other than that, you guys, I have had a lot of fun doing this and I'm really excited. Don't forget that Friday No Filter obviously drops on Friday. So be sure to come check it out. And uh, if you have specific meals around any meals, any questions around specific meals or how to do this, please always know also that you can reach out Have a wonderful rest of your hump day and have a great day, guys. Thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate your time. And if you like what you heard, please be sure to screenshot and share it with others who may enjoy it too. Don't forget to click the link in the show notes to see the ways that we can work together to start your journey. Always remember that every day is a new day to do better, be better, and begin again.